destination for everything you geek out about. Hey everybody, what's up? Uh, It's me again, and that was my uh, Halloween intro, and we are officially not two days away from Halloween. We are three today, so I apologize, but they only really have four versions of that song. It's like eight, two, one, and the day of, so... Uh, I, I realized it didn't matter, um, cause when I did the eight days, I waited till the eight days before Halloween just to use that fucking intro, and I thought about it, I'm like, no, nobody's gonna listen to it today, you know what I mean, so, whatever, um, so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I promised Halloween content, and that's what I'm bringing you, uh, more, more horror movie content, um, I love it. I love this stuff. I'm just so into it. I, I'm a little bummed. Uh, you know, I only got three more days to watch, and I won't even be able to watch horror movies. Well, Sundays I usually don't anyway because it's all about football. But uh, you know, I'm going on a little trip to Jersey um, over the weekend. So yeah, like tonight and tomorrow is really like my last opportunity. I mean, probably a little bit on Halloween night, but um, yeah. So, but I'm here for you. That's that's my that's what I do, you know. I'm here to help you. So help me help you. Um and what I'm gonna do for you today is I'm gonna bring you my list. Alright, it was originally gonna be my top ten list of Halloween horror movies. And what I mean by Halloween horror movies, these are horror movies that are they are set during the Halloween season or most of them have to do with like how actually on Halloween, Halloween night. Um, cause I mean, what's better than, you know, you can watch any horror movie any day of the goddamn, yeah. You want to sit down on Halloween, you want to watch some Halloween horror movies, right? So I'm going to bring you, so was I originally, I originally was going to do my top 10 Halloween horror movies. Um, but then I thought, you know, 10's no fun on Halloween. We got to use 13, right? So 13, my top 13 ha- Halloween horror movies for you, my listeners, my supporters, I'm going to help you out, Some, of, a lot of these you've probably seen, I bet some of them you probably haven't, alright, and if they're on my top 13, uh, rest assured, they're worth a watch, okay, I'm just going to say that, so, before we get into it, I just want to start out with, um, you know, talking about, I, I was thinking about some other things, um, like this week, 
uh, you know, this past week in geek, some things I've been watching, uh, or I'm excited to watch, uh, and a couple of them are some newer stuff that just got, re just came out, uh, this year, uh, this, this October, actually, uh, well, one of them, I'm not sure, um, we'll start, we'll start with the Netflix series, um, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, right, let's, let's start with the fucking title, the title kind of sucks, I mean, it just doesn't sound scary, there's nothing scary there, um, and, you know, anybody who knows Guillermo del Toro, he's definitely, like, rooted in horror, like, that's where he got his starts, um, or that's where his heart is, anyway, I don't know what his first stuff was, I mean, the first time I ever heard of him was Pan's Labyrinth, and, I mean, to this day, I still know what the fuck that was, was it a horror movie, was it just, like, a it was just a fantasy, like, I don't know, I mean, yeah, there was some scary parts, there was some creepy fucking, some creepy creatures and, and, and stuff, and seems like a lot of, like, practical effects, which I love, um, I hate CGI, I love practical effects, um, so I don't know, I mean, but he's definitely, like, a horror guy, you know what I mean, like, when you think of Guillermo del Toro, the first thing that comes to your mind is like horror and like just kind of like his strange kind of take on it. You know, uh, I think he's like, I want to say he's Mexican. Uh, I want, so I don't know. He's always got like a, he's got a, like a different kind of style. Um, and not, not that, not that it's bad. It's just, you know, you know it when you're watching a Guillermo del Toro movie, you kind of, you kind of see it, you know? Um, I'd say like my, one of my favorite things that he did was, uh, the, the book series, the strain, uh, which was a FX series. Uh, series was wasn't bad. I mean, the series was pretty good. Uh, if you never saw the strain, I would suggest reading it. Reading the book. It's three books. Um, it's uh, the first book is just simply the strain, I think. And then there's uh, I can't remember the titles of the last two. Uh, one of them was like the Eternal Nights. Um, I think that was the last book. But they were really good. I mean, for a for a, a new. You know, for if you're looking for a new twist on like the fucking hackneyed vampire genre, uh, this was it was definitely a new twist. Like it, it took it from like a, from like almost like a curse to a, it turned it into like a virus. Which you know nowadays that's that's pretty prevalent. You know, and this was done well before COVID and all that shit. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was really good. It was, it was co-written actually. It was it was Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan. Uh, if you don't know who Chuck Hogan is, um, the movie, the town, uh, the book, the movie, the town with, uh, Ben Affleck and, uh, fuck's his name, Jeremy Renner. Uh, yeah, he, he wrote that, which is, that's all like that, that combination of authors kind of doesn't really make sense. But when you read this, you could see that cause like Guillermo del Toro brings like the, the airiness and the horror to it. And Chuck Hogan brings the excitement and the action. And, and it, he brings like the, the heart pounding, uh, you know, tempo. Um, so anyway, I, I, I kind of digress here, but that was like my first, that was like the first time I thought, Oh, all right. Guillermo del Toro is somebody to look for, like look out for the guys. Good. Um, so that brings us to, uh, this week, the release of Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. Uh, so what it is, it's a it's an anthology series. It's a, I think it's a it's either an eight or ten part series. I, I'm not sure. Um, but what they did was they're releasing, unlike most of other Netflix's uh, offerings, where they just they'll release 
they'll just throw a whole season in your lap and you just yeah, binge, binge, binge to your heart's content. You know what I mean? I think Netflix is the king of binge. So, you know, that that's what they do. You know, that's their thing. Like they'll, they'll release a series and they just throw every fucking episode they got right at you. Um, so with this one, they're doing it a little different. They're kind of holding back and what they're doing is releasing two episodes every day. Um, since they released it, I want to say it came out, um, Monday or Tuesday this week. Um, can't recall, but they, they released two and then two more the next day, two more the next day, two more the next day. Um, so if they're going to do another, maybe they did two more today. I don't know. I watched uh, a couple last night. Actually, I only watched one last night. Um, they're about an hour each. Uh, hit or miss. I'll tell, I'll, I'll say that they're hit or miss. Uh, a couple of them I watched were good. A couple of them were meh. And, and, uh, like two of them downright sucked. Um, and I'll tell you which one, one of the ones that I fucking hated. And I, and I, I was watching it and I was not hating it at the time, but when it ended, I was like, what the fuck did I just fucking watch for an hour? Uh, and it's the one with, about the, the, with the girl with the fucking, the, the makeup stuff, not makeup. It was like a, some kind of like face thing or something. I, I don't even know what the fuck it was, but yeah, it, it was, it was shit. And it, it, it so anyway, Cabinet of Curiosities, hit or miss. Um, even his little intros are kind of awkward. Like, I don't know. He's just like a weird dude, but maybe that's a good thing for a horror guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, so I, I, I've been kind of watching that and I don't know. I don't even know if I'll finish it. Like after like the last couple I watched, like didn't really satisfy me. Um, one thing I did watch, uh, this week, uh, horror wise, it was, it, it has been out for a few weeks, I think in the theaters, uh, this week it just came out on HBO max, uh, the movie barbarian. All right. So horror movie, um, I'll say, I'll tell you this about Barbarian. All right, first of all, I heard a lot about this movie before I saw it. Okay, everybody was saying like this was like the best horror movie of of twenty two, right? Um, and now I gotta think now. I gotta I gotta think like was it the best horror movie of twenty two? It's possible because nothing else really stands out like big. Um, I think this movie suffered because of all the hype. Like I. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. This this was it's 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 got a lot of like like scary parts. I jumped at least twice. I'll I'll admit to two jumps like where I like it, it got me. Uh, maybe three. It might have even been three. And that's that's a lot for me in a horror movie. So that's saying something right there. Um, and what you know? Once again, I mean, what what, what a lot of horror movies suffer from is wrapping it all up at the end. Um, this one, it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't perfect. I'll say that the ending was not perfect. Uh, but I can live with it. I can live with it. I, I can live like I enjoyed the ride enough where I'll live with this ending. Um, you know, I don't know. I like, I'm, I don't want to give any, I'm not going to give anything away now. Uh, what I'd like to do, cause I watched it with my wife. Um, and I think I'd like to do like, maybe we'll do like a review of this together because I didn't think she liked it at all. We watched half of it one night and then, uh, I figured like we, we had to stop watching it for some reason and I didn't think she wanted to watch it anymore because she's not really like a huge horror movie fan. And then the next day I'm at work and I get a text from her. Oh, you want to finish watching that, that movie barbarian 
tonight when I got home. I was like, holy shit, she must fucking like it. Because she doesn't, she's not like that. So, so she seemed to like it. And then at the end, she just kind of walked away. I was like, oh, what'd you think? And she's like, yeah. So that's all I got. That's all I got from her. So I don't know. I, I'd like to sit down with her and I might do an episode. It might not be on All Geeked Out, just so you know. Uh, we have our own podcast called Fuck Compatible. Uh, for obvious reasons, we don't spell out the word fuck. We, it's spelled F asterisk asterisk K um, compatible. But uh, we, we'll probably do it on that one because uh, we've been kind of neglecting that because we've been spending a lot of time doing the House of the Dragon reviews on here. So anyway, but my recommend, I do recommend it. I recommend Barbarian. I would say watch it. Uh, it's definitely worth the, the the ride is is worth you know whether you like the ending or not and I'm not gonna say it was a horrible ending I've seen a lot worse um, I'm just saying just make your own judgment on it um, it was you know I don't know I mean the more I think about it you know I'm I'm still on the fence but anyway check it out it's definitely worth it uh, it, it was it was good it was different uh, and it definitely keeps you guessing like you don't know where it's going. Uh, like you think you do maybe, but you don't. So just check it out. Uh, it's on HBO Max, um, and that's definitely a good one for Halloween night. So, um, so I moving off of horror just for a minute. Uh, I was thinking the other day. I'm like, all right, so House of the Dragon and uh, the Rings of Power. They're both done, and we're probably we're not going to see them motherfuckers again for a couple of years. Uh, I hate to break it to everybody, but yeah, that's, we're looking at like probably about two years before we see either one of those, those, uh, season twos. So, you know, I'm thinking like, what the, what the hell am I going to watch now? You know, like what, nothing <clears throat> could really like fill that void. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I got the walking dead, the walking dead, the uh, final season. And I, I, you know, I've been watching it. I gotta say, I'm just, you know, it's kind of just doing the same thing it's done for the past like three, four seasons now where it's just like kind of, all right, let's, let's just, let's just wrap it up. Just wrap it up. You know, just, just wrap it all up. You already fucking went past the comics and you, and you, you, you went way off of the fucking comics and I get it. You know what I mean? But just, just let's, let's just wrap this thing up and get it done, put it away. And we can just think about, you know, what a nice little show it was years later. Um, you know, and, and they got, they already got like four fucking offshoot uh series planned for it you know they're already showing you those like before you we're even done with this it's like you know fucking pump the brakes you know you already got the fucking they've already had what four fucking offshoot spinoffs uh you got you know what the the world beyond the fear the walking dead uh the the fucking little story things with like alpha and uh all that like come on just like there's enough's enough we we've had enough i'm gonna i am a i'm a zombie fucking i love zombie movies anything zombie i've always i'll always say that you if you've listened to this podcast in the past you know i love zombie movies um when i give you my list you're gonna you, you, i'm just saying i love zombie movies i'm sick of the walking dead i'm sick of it i'm sick of it get it get it out of my life um you know, finish this season, and then maybe we can talk off, off, you know, side projects and and spinoffs. All right, but it's like, come, come the fuck on, you know, you couldn't even finish this this series, and you got all these fucking spinoffs, and now you're already planning like a bunch more. Oh, it's just, it's it's sickening, man. It's 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 just, 
I don't know. I, I, I get upset. Um, because, because on top of that, you just weren't concentrating on making a quality product from beginning to end. You know, you didn't learn from fucking Game of Thrones. You know, when you pass the literary source material, you're going to fuck it up. You know, you, you, these producers think they're smarter than they are. These and these these creators, these show creators, creators, they like to think they're smarter than the the writers who wrote the original material that made them what they are today, and they want to go finish finish the book on their terms or finish the story on their terms, and it's never it's never as good as the original. So, you know, I'm just I'm all I'm all done with The Walking Dead. I really am. And I was I'm the biggest number one fucking fan from the day one. You can ask my wife. Like I remember when they first first announced this, how excited I was, you know, and when I found out Frank Darabont was involved and, and the whole fucking thing, I was just I was like over the fucking moon about this and it and it didn't disappoint and it, and it, until now you know and now it's it's i'm just i'm just done i'm just done with it so so there's that anyway that, that i i get fucking ex- i get like fucking uh i got i just take a breath but anyway so what do we do use to fill the void the void for left by house of the dragon and the rings of power um and for me i started a new series um, on, what is it, Prime? Um, the, it's called The Peripheral. And it's kind of almost like a, it's a, it's like part Matrix, I guess, parts, um, something else I've seen recently, uh, I, I, I can't think of it, but it stars, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, uh, you know, who's obviously, she's, she's an adult now, she's a grown woman, she's a little, little different than her older, like, what's the rules that she was famous for back in the day. Um, but she's, they, what they did was they released two episodes, uh, on, on, on the first day and today, today's Friday, um, the third episode came out and I gotta say the first two episodes I watched were also basically the premise is, um, she's like a, her and her brother, it takes place in like the near future. Uh, I think it's like in, in like 10 years from now is, is where she's from. And her and her brother are like gamers and, and gamers in this time is like, it's all VR. So it's all virtual reality. So like basically you put on a fucking headset and you're like in the action, like, you know, think of VR now, but like what it's going to be 10 years from now. And like, that's kind of what they're doing. And she's some kind of fucking like savant. Like her brother is like the, the, the personality of it. And he gives her the game to anytime he gets stuck and he can't like get past a part, he gives it to her and she does it. So like, she's like the, the whiz of it. And anyway, it starts out like that. And then he ends up like hooking up with some shady characters and they give him this new VR that they want him to try. And they're going to pay him every day to, to try this VR. And he, knowing that his sister is, you know, the better player he creates his avatar and he lets her play it. And one thing leads to another. Uh, they find out maybe this isn't a sim. Maybe it's like real life um, or it's something going on. There's something else going on. Um, but it's what she does something while she's using this game that draws attention to her from people that you don't want attention drawn to you on. I'll say that much. And, uh, I'm going to use a, a new uh, saying from my last that I just kind of like started loving uh, a few days ago when I did my last podcast, chaos ensues. And th- th- 
it was good. I, I, I'll say it was good. I, I, the, it was definitely worth watching. Now, episode three, it slowed down a little bit. Um, I think that's just you know, you can't have you can't go hundred miles an hour every single episode, no matter what this what the series is. I get that part of it. Um, and it, it wasn't terrible. But, you know, it's just, like, I loved the tempo of the first two episodes. Like, it, I, I didn't feel like it was, like, over two hours of, of watching. Like, I was, like, I wanted more. Uh, it was really, really good. So, check it out. Uh, you know, I think I think a lot of people will like it. There's something there for everybody. It's a little sci-fi. It's mainly sci-fi. Uh, and, like I said, it's kind of like a, a, a cross between, like, I would, I, would, I would call it a cross between The Matrix and Westworld. I think, and it's fun, that's, uh, it's, like, from the creators of Westworld, too, so, um, yeah, it's got some good pedigree, um, I, yeah, I would definitely, so if you're looking for something to fill that void left by those two, uh, you know, big, big, uh, you know, famous and, and popular series, uh, Rings of Power and House of the Dragon, check out the peripheral, um, it may help fill that void, uh, or at least wean you off, wean you off it so then like give you time to find something else uh later on and then um and then there's another thing i'm looking really forward to uh if you once again if you listen to this podcast before you check our our past episodes uh we are definitely we myself and emilio we both are big uh, war movie fans um and there's a new war movie coming out um on netflix i actually comes out today uh, all Quiet on the Western Front. It's a it's a World War One movie. Uh, the only thing is, it's a German movie. It's German language, I believe. So I believe I'll have to watch subtitles, which sometimes turns me off a little bit, just only because like you have to give it your full attention. Like sometimes, for a movie, I don't mind it. For a series, it's a little rougher because then you got to watch. Like you, you you can't do anything while you're watching the series. You have to like stay glued to the series, especially if you're me. Uh, if you're like me and you like to just read subtitles, like I like to hear the inflections in the in the actors' voices. Like I like to hear their original, uh, their real voice. Uh, dub dub to me just takes takes like a whole aspect of 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 a movie or or show out of it. Uh, for me, so I rather just do the extra work and read. All right, and so for a series, that's tough. Um, I'll see. And I, in my experience, what I've done in the past is just like watch like three, four episodes and then like, just kind of, uh, watch this one later. And then, and then I never get back to it. So that's probably what's going to happen. But I was all excited about this until I learned it was in German. So whatever. So without further ado, I, we are, this is Halloween time, man. I don't want to get, I'm sorry. I got a little sidetracked with all that other shit, but I want to get into my top 13 Halloween Halloween horror movies. I don't know how else to describe that. Halloween set horror movies. Horror movies set during Halloween. Um, that's more descriptive. It's not aesthetic as aesthetically pleasing, I would say. Um, just Halloween horror movies. Like if uh, You know what I'm talking about, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to call it my top 13 Halloween horror movies, okay? So these are movies that are set during Halloween um, that, you know, would be I, my suggestion to be what you want to watch on Halloween, all right? Because, all right, let's 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 put it this way. All right, Halloween, what's it famous for? Trick-or-treats, right? 
uh, kids get dressed up and, and go out there. And nowadays, you know, you know, back in the day, you know, like in the fifties when everybody was happy and nobody locked their doors, um, you know, you would send the kids out by themselves, you know, ah, go, go ahead, kids, you know, come back whenever. And, uh, they'd run out in their costumes in, in a street filled with other, a thousand other people in costumes. Like, yeah, nothing bad could go wrong there. Right. Um, so things have changed over the years, and, and nowadays it's like the parents have to go with the kids, you know, obviously. So, hey, they go out trick-or-treating, they love it. Kids have fun. They look forward to it. Halloween is like probably most kids' second favorite uh, ho holiday, you know, I would think. Like maybe a third to like Easter, uh, like if kids still like the Easter bunny and shit, but fuck that. I'd say Halloween is for kids. Halloween's like top dog. The only thing that tops it is Christmas, and that's just because they get shit. So, well, they get better shit, you know what I mean? Like, they don't just get candy. They get candy on Christmas, too, but then they get the big shit. Uh, on Halloween, they just get, you know, they get candy. But it's fun, you know? It's fun to dress up as something else, and you go out there, and, uh, you know, you wreak havoc. And then even when you get older, when you're in your teens, you can still have fun, because, like I said, the wreak havoc pot, like, comes more into play, you know? You want to go out there and just, just raise hell. Um, and then, you know, when you get in your 20s and 30s, yeah, it's all right, you know, you might go to a Halloween party, a costume party, or something, get dressed up, but then you're like, ah, I just, I don't like the dress up thing, and then, like, you get in your 30s, and it's like, really nothing, if you got kids there, you take them out trick-or-treating, um, my point is, trick or, the trick-or-treaters get all the glory of Halloween, they get to dress up in their costumes, and the parents take them out, but no, who doesn't get any respect, it's the people who fucking sit home and hand out the candy. They are the ones that make this holiday possible, right? Am I right? I mean, nobody talks about those people. Nobody talks about... The only ones they talk about are the shit bags that put, like, razor blades in. You know, and that, that's the ones they talk about. Nobody talks about the people that just... The nice people who, instead of, like, turning off their porch... They, they flick on their porch light and they say, Come on in, kids. You know, even though you fucking aggravate the shit out of me, I'm going to give you some candy today. You know what I mean? That's, they deserve some fucking credit. All right, and so that's what this is today. Today is my my tribute to the people who sit home and hand out the candy because they are the ones that make Halloween possible. And I mean, really, they are. So this is what this is my tribute to them because this is what I'm telling you. Hey, you're gonna be sitting home handing out candy while you're doing it. These are the fucking movies you should watch. Get yourself in the mood. Make those those little fucking piss ants they don't bother you so much you know and then you, when you open the door you're happy or maybe you fucking open the door and you're scared of i mean my my grandmother she, my grandmother she was rotten uh in a good way uh but on halloween it was the best all right so i just really quick before i get into my list she used to have this thing um one year this is one year i remember this is just like a kind of like a one of my memories of her on Halloween, and how I, you know, every Halloween, that's just, I always, I think of her a lot, and this one thing that happened was, she had a scarecrow on her porch, right, a real scarecrow, stuffed fucking clothes, and, and with a mask, like a scary mask on it, and it was on her porch, uh, sitting in a chair, all Halloween, like all October, so on Halloween night, so everybody recognizes it, they see it, they drive by every day, like all the kids in the neighborhood have seen it, you know, they just think, hey, it's a scarecrow. On Halloween night, she has my uncle, my uncle Scott. Uh, she takes they take all the stuffing out of the clothes, and he he gets in it, puts the mask on, and he sits in the chair, and just just dead still, you know. Wait, so the kids coming up to ring the bell, 
they're thinking nothing of it. You know, this that thing's been there all month. You know, you know, and then he, I'd never seen kids so fucking scared in my life. Like every every kind of reaction you could, and he would do it all different ways. Like sometimes he would just like twitch, and like to the, just enough so they'd notice it and they'd look, and like they don't know if if they they imagined it or if it's if it was you know if, or if it really happened. And he would do it again. And then, or sometimes, like, when they were coming up the stairs, he would just stand up. And they fuck. I think, I think, like, one or two kids, like, fell down the steps. And then they had to stop doing it. But, but that's just to give you an idea of, of how you can really, like, have fun with handing out candy on Halloween. It doesn't have to be just standing there and getting aggravated when the doorbell rings. Um, so do it. You guys got to do it. Keep doing it. We appreciate it. Some people appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, and I know the kids appreciate it. So this is my my gift to you. All right, this is my list of thirteen movies, and thirteen is plenty. You know, we figure an hour. It's gonna that's gonna be enough to watch a whole night through um, of sitting there watching. Uh, and then even when you're done, you can just relax. You want to watch some horror? Here's my list. Okay, so we're gonna stop. And number thirteen, you know, yeah, I I, I maybe I, maybe this is a reach and this is why this is number 13 like maybe this is probably a better movie in my opinion than some of the movies on this list but it's not like a horror movie like not a halloween movie that you're gonna watch to scare yourself um but number 13 is the nightmare before christmas tim burton's animated uh or claymation or whatever the hell it is and the reason i got this on here it's fucking halloween i mean this is there's not many more movies that are more about halloween than this you know and even though the word Christmas is in it, who gives a shit? Um, you know, hey, they they they've done this blend before. You know, you got uh, fucking Black Christmas, you got fucking uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, fucking Jingle Hells. I don't know whatever the fuck they else they did, but um, just a great movie just to get in the spirit. You know, so that, like this would be the first movie that you watch in your thirteen movie marathon, and it just kind of gets you in that Halloween spirit. You know, and who's better than fucking Jack Skellington on Halloween? He's an he's a Halloween icon now. Um, and that's like I said, the only reason I put this on thirteen because this is more of a horror movie list, but this is also a Halloween list. So, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, not really. I'm not gonna go get into. I'm not gonna do any like reviews or like synopses. Um, you've probably seen this. So that's my number 13. Number 12, House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm not a big Rob Zombie fan as a director. Like, like I love White Zombie. Like, I, oh, no, was it? Yeah, was it White Zombie? The fuck was his group? Uh, shit. I, think, I thought it was White Zombie. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, like, yeah, I loved it as a musician. I, lo I loved him. He was great. Uh, as a director, yeah, you know, he kind of fucked up the Halloween fucking franchise again. Not that he fucked it up, but he didn't He didn't do anything better. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I, I didn't get the point. Like, the Halloween, like the franchise is still still going. It's ongoing. Why did you have to remake it, you know? Uh, just didn't make much sense to me. He just wanted to put his spin on it, how he thought it should be. Uh, who the fuck are you? You know, John Carpenter made Halloween... And it was it's one of the most iconic Halloween horror movie or just in general horror movies of all time. Who the fuck do you think you are to try to remake that? That's what pissed me off. Um, so with the House of a Thousand Corpses, he got to make his. I think this was his first. Though. I think this. I want to say this was his first like big time movie. Anyway, um, 
And it wasn't, it was all right. Uh, a couple things I didn't like. Number one, uh, stop putting your fucking wife in there, man. Sherry Moon Zombie is one of the most annoying actresses fucking ever. And this, in this movie, she's more annoying than in any other movies with that fucking laugh. Um, having said that, okay, uh, number one, you got, you got a young, uh, Rain Wilson from, uh, you know, AKA Dwight from The Office, uh, Dwight Schrute. Uh, you also got a young Chris Hardwick. Well, I would, uh, Chris Hardwick just looks the same. He's that fucking guy doesn't age. I don't know what the fuck's up with him. Um, I remember him from remote control on MTV and then I see him decades later on talking dead and he looks exactly the fucking same. I mean, what's this guy's secret? Um, fuck TB 12. I want what this guy's got anyway. Um, and it's, it's kind of, uh, basically, I want to call it, we'll call it original, but at the same time, he basically just ripped off Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, Rob Zombie. So, yeah, Rob Zombie, when you've got something original that you want to fucking put out there, let us know. Until then, you know, yeah, you put your little spin on this, but, but it does take place in Halloween, um, you know, and Halloween does play a big role in this. Uh, that's why it's like way down my list, number 12. But, hey, if you want some gore and you want some like really creepy shit, uh, there, it does have some good parts to it. You know what I mean? Like there are some things like, like I've watched it more than once. So, you know, Captain Spaulding is always great. Um, Sid Haig, uh, great, great actor, like really, really kind of like scuzzy, but you know, he does a good, does a good job in this. And so, uh, yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses, Corpses, number 12 good movie check it out on halloween uh you can appreciate it definitely appreciate it more on halloween i would think number 11 and this is i mentioned this uh the other night on my uh on the last podcast um talking about uh why you should be why you should have shutter and hey if you have Shudder, you don't need this. You don't need my list. You got fucking plenty of shit to watch all Halloween and then some. Uh, but Shudder is more of like I like Shudder for October. Like that's something that you could just browse, pick something. Uh, I think on Halloween, if you want to watch movies on Halloween, you should have a pre-prepared list, um, and it should be carefully selected movies. Um, you know, especially if you have guests. Or if you have somebody else there, or if you got a girl that you're trying to impress and she likes she likes scary shit, uh, use this list. Trust me, you'll thank me later. You'll get her out of her black rip fishnet fucking got stockings in no time. Um, all right, so number eleven is a TV movie uh, from shit. This is gonna be late seventies, early eighties. I don't remember. I, I I probably said it last time. Anyway, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. And I've already I give the synopsis of this. If you if you missed my last episode, uh, go back check it out. Um, I gave a, a quick synopsis of this. Um, really creepy movie came out around Halloween time. Uh, it was uh, like one of those TV miniseries. I don't remember if it was a, a miniseries like a two night or three night thing. I think it was just like a one night movie. Uh, event but uh yeah really creepy movie got to do with scarecrow scarecrow is something that scares me i don't know why like some people get scared of like uh most scared like wolfman or like for me it's scarecrows 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 and witches witches creep me out 
I don't know what it is. Witches really fuck me up. Uh, vampires, I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, Wolfman can go fuck himself. Frankenstein, that's just a fucking big geek. The Mummy, come on with the Mummy. Uh, you know, I mean, wouldn't you if you if you gave the fucking Mummy like a front ball kick, right? Wouldn't you like just turn to dust? Uh, you no, know, you know. Um, yeah. So the witches, witches. And scarecrows. Those are the two that fucking really creep me out. I think what the scarecrow is is because they're always still, and then you're just waiting for that minute, that second when they like come to life. Like that's that's what gets me. Um, and witches are just fucking creepy. All right, so that was number eleven, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Like I said, if you want a synopsis of that, I don't want to waste more time. I I I really want to keep this one under an hour. I promise. Um, if you didn't get, if you want a synopsis of Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, check out my last episode. Number 10, so we're in my top 10 now, okay? And this was another one I mentioned um, in my last episode. It's called Night of the Demons. And once again, this takes place on Halloween. They, a bunch of college kids have a costume party in an old creepy, I think it was a mansion or a mausoleum or something like that. At, at any rate, uh, somebody pisses off some demons. The demons fucking possess some of the kids. Uh, and chaos ensues so that's so night of the demons once again if you want a better synopsis of that go check it out but that's definitely a good horror that's like uh off the wall like good practical effects demons uh zombie type things uh yeah it's definitely a lot of jump scares and that and you got some like classic scream queens in there um really good one number 10 that's that's that rounds out my top 10 okay uh hollow number nine and i'll probably catch some slack for this this is a much berated vilified hated abhorred movie um and i think i will stand by it till the day that i die that it was a good movie and the movie i'm talking about is halloween 3 season of the witch and i can hear the fucking hisses and boos from here but let me explain all right the if you if you're gonna if you could you should sit down watch Halloween three season of the witch and, and I'm gonna keep saying that full name Halloween three season of the witch because that's something you, you have to remember this has nothing to do with Michael Myers all right I get it I get this the they they fucked the marketing on this movie they they the marketing was was horrible right they should have they should have never included it in the franchise. I, I don't know what the story behind I, I didn't really dig into that. Uh, it's something I should. I should look into it. But l let's face it. You know, the problem a lot of people have with this movie is they still have the trauma of the first time that they saw it. And before they knew that Michael Myers was not involved with this, like he was not in the movie. And I, people can't get over that. And I get it. I get it. You know, I mean, if I, I didn't see this in the theaters, I like, I heard about it secondhand afterwards that like, you know, Michael Myers wasn't involved. So when I did see it, I was, you know, I was expecting like a shit movie and, you know, I didn't really like it the first time I saw it, but over the years I've grown to appreciate this movie. I mean, it's probably more about Halloween than any other Halloween movie. If you think about it, I mean, it's about masks. It's about, uh, a fucking evil corporation that tries to kill kids 
with Halloween masks. I mean, what's more Halloween than that? You know, Halloween has become so corporate and, and, and commercialized. I mean, that's all people. It's just like Halloween reminds me of Valentine's Day. Like Valentine's Day was created by like Hallmark. Like, they created this day so they could, they could sell fucking greeting cards, you know? Halloween was created by uh, corporations that wanted to sell candy and fucking corporations that wanted to sell fucking costumes. I, I mean, it's, you know, they, they looked at some like, oh, let's, what, let's find some fucking weird, obscure holiday and we can profit on it. Oh, what's this Samhain shit? Oh, well, you know, if we could... Oh, it's evil. It sounds evil. It sounds dark and scary. Let's have a dark and scary holiday. And then hollow, hence Halloween was born. I, I don't know if that's the way it was done, but it's something along those lines. They made it bigger. That's for sure. They commercialized it, capitalized on it. Um, so why? So Halloween three, I would argue, is more of a Halloween movie than Halloween, the original. Now, you're not going to tell, no one's going to take away, you know, what the first Halloween movie did for horror movies in general and just the slasher genre for, and for the, for the, for the holiday Halloween. Um, but for me, on my Halloween night, on my perfect Halloween movie list, Halloween 3 is in there. Um, and let's face it, you guys, you heard it at the beginning of this episode, you, who can't bop their head to that fucking Silver Shamrock song? Please, really, seriously. If if you can not, if you can listen to that Silver Shamrock fucking Two More Days Till Halloween song and not bop your head a little bit, then I want to know who you are because I you I got to give you credit. It's, it's it's impossible. So it's an iconic movie just for that alone. And those masks were pretty fucking creepy too. They were some pretty nasty looking masks. Uh, I like those. I I, I want to get them. So I wouldn't want the bugs crawling out of my head, but you know I could do without that. Uh, but yeah, that's my number nine Halloween three season of the witch. And then number eight, holy shit! All right, I fucked up my list. So I wrote a list down and I fucked it up. And I, I promise, like I said, I always say I do this shit off the cuff, um, completely off the cuff, but. Yeah, I wrote down the same movie twice. So I already I wrote down Night of the Demons for my number 10, which was supposed to be. And I think 8, I was supposed to put something else. But All right, so I'm just saying I fucked up. I'm sorry. That, that was the reason for the pause. My number 8 movie is uh, it's a newer movie. It's called Haunt. Okay, and this movie here was... It was kind of a... It was very similar to a couple of movies... A couple, well, at least definitely at least one movie I'm going to talk about later. Uh, that's that's a little bit further down my list. But the movie Haunt was basically about uh, a bunch of a bunch of kids. They're at a Halloween party, and they want to go to an extreme haunted house. And if you don't know what extreme haunted houses are, they're something that's been like popping up lately, where like. The people get like right in your face. They 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 they're allowed. In other words, I think the difference between like a conventional haunted house and a extreme haunted house is where you give permission for them to start touching you um, and invading your personal space, um, like it's to the point where you're gonna sign a waiver. Yeah, like I'm all about the screams and I'm all about the all that stuff. I love Halloween. I'm all set with that invading my personal space shit. Because my first instinct when you invaded my personal personal space is I'm punching you in the fucking eyeball. 
right? And your eyeball is going to be out of your socket, hanging out, because I just fucking gave you a left hook. That's, I I'm not having that shit. And that's, that's why I don't really like the conventional haunted houses, because they get, like, they push that boundary and they get in your face. And if they're scary and they scare you, and you're like, oh, then, all right, that, then, like, mission accomplished and they move on. When they don't scare you, and then they like linger and they try to, and they keep growling or whatever the fuck they do, and it's like, all right, buddy. And then it gets like awkward, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's like, how do how do we how do we part from this? Because uh, they don't want to like they want to keep trying to scare you. They should already understand that they they're not gonna scare you. Um, that's what I don't like about the conventional haunted house. Extreme haunted houses, I ain't letting no motherfucker touch me. I ain't signing no waivers. I'm not signing over anything. Like, you, basically, you touch me, and we're, we're fucking scrapping. Uh, so, this movie was about this extreme haunted house. They go, and, and, you know, they're looking for it. They can't find it. And then, as they drive by it, the sign lights up. And it's like this fucking path into, the, like, this little dirt road going up into the woods. So, it's like, alright, you don't want to fucking go there. Um... Anyway, they do, and, you know, as they're walking in, this clown comes out, gives them these papers, they have to sign these waivers, and once again, da, 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 chaos ensues. So, but it was good. It was a good movie. Uh, the, the Haunted House was creepy. Some shit that happens to them in the Haunted House was pretty creepy. It's a conventional movie. It's not like found footage or anything. It, it's, it was really good. Uh, so, it's just, it's simply called Haunt. Uh, the version I saw, there was a clown face on the, on the, you know, on the, uh, the title page. If, if, cause there's a couple other ones I think that are called Haunt that are different. Uh, this is a newer movie. I think it was released in the last couple of years. Uh, definitely check out Haunt. So next, number six, another haunted house movie. Uh, th this is number six, Hell House LLC. Um, uh, so, this is in the found footage category, okay? So, some people may not like the found footage movie thing anymore. Um, and I don't blame you. It's it's really, like, just, just been done over and over to death. But this one, if you are a fan of Halloween and Halloween haunts. Now, I just went on this big rant. Wow, did I just burp? I'm sorry. When I was when I was on my rant about how I hated haunted houses, I gave you the reasons. It's because I don't like my personal f space, uh, you know, invaded and shit like that. But I love the concept of it. I love trying to scare people. I love the, you know, it's it, it's all Halloween stuff and the inventiveness. If somebody's like really creative when they do these things, like that's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm not anybody can make a house a haunted house where you got you know, dock rooms, and people just jump out at you with a fucking stupid mask on or makeup or whatever. They try to scare you. All right, great. That's fine. Anybody can do that. But if you get creative with the haunted house, that's different. You know, that I can appreciate that. Now, with this one, this is the story, the, the Hell House LLC. It's a, it's a found footage movie where there's an investigative crew going into this, this old... Uh, I believe it was an old, like, motel, like, hotel or something like that. Like, way back. For, like, it's an old building. And then this group bought it. And, because there, there's rumors that the place was haunted. And this group bought it and wanted to turn it into a Halloween attraction. Like, a haunt. That's what they call, you know, a Halloween haunt. Um, and they did it. 
and it what the basically y'all watching the footage of the team that's creating this Halloween attraction. And it's all found footage, you know, and somebody's documenting the whole thing. So that's that's how they, you know, that's how they they, uh, you know, explain why somebody's always got a camera, and there's cameras throughout the the place. It's because they wanted to document the creation of this place. And it turns out that you know, there's something going on in the basement. Uh, they find some like devil worship uh, stuff. So. Well, we see what happens, but I, I, I'm not going to get into it. I don't want to ruin it for you because this is definitely one. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart, I'll tell you. And those fucking clown dummies, oh, that's all I'm going to say. But check this one out, Hell House LLC. Uh, definitely recommended. You could probably find that in a lot of those places, uh, like the you know Netflix. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore, but I know I think Prime or some of them have them. Tubi, some of those free ones. Uh, look for it. Hell House LLC. Definitely recommended. Uh, it scared the fucking shit out of you. Number five. So here we are, top five of the all geeked out top thirteen. Halloween horror movies. And the f- number five is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um, so this one, I don't know what it was about this movie. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's got a creepy feel. Um, and the stories are great. Apparently, I, you know, I'm, I wasn't really uh, privy on the book or whatever. Like, I never read the book. Uh, supposedly, it's like a classic uh a classic scary uh novel uh, or like i think it's like a, a group of um like short stories that are kind of uh like uh attached somehow I, I don't i'm not sure about how the book works uh i know in the movie you know they kind of put all these little scary creepy little tales uh and wrap it up into one like nice neat little package um but it worked, uh, you know, it, maybe it was, it might've been, uh, like a, f- a, like geared towards a younger crowd. Maybe, um, I, it seemed like it, like that, you know, all the, it's like about a group of kids and they get together, they, they go to this like old scary house on Halloween. Um, so it's got, got that Halloween vibe all throughout. And then, then, uh, <laughs> chaos ensues. Um, but you know, it's a bunch of different, like, kind of stories but kind of my favorite one the one that stuck with me was the jangly man i think that was always called the jangly man just this this creature uh you know like this humanoid creature that's like all these different parts but he like he can like take himself apart get through like small spaces and then put himself back together um and just fucking like that crew one of the creepiest fucking movie monsters uh you'll ever see um but all every they were all pretty good and apparently like this the original book has like these illustrations by this by this guy Uh, i can't remember who it was but like that was kind of the book was famous for the for the illustrations of the creatures in each story and and that and they really bring them to life um you know they really used that was the inspiration for all these creatures like was those those pictures um but just a it's a fun movie it's it's scary uh, you know, you're rooting for the kids, you know, there's, there's bad guys, 
uh, involved, like bad guys, meaning like, you know, they, there's like a bunch of like these punks like chasing them and, and, uh, it's just, it's just really, really good stuff. Uh, fun Halloween movie with that, that can scare you. You know what I mean? That leaves an impression. Um, so I, I really love that movie. I, I, I think I've seen it like once or twice. Um, when it came out, it's not too old. It came out like a few years back, but I think I'm going to check that one out, uh, in the next few days. Uh, cause that would, that would, it's just, it's just fun. And it's definitely got that Halloween, uh, something you'd want to watch on Halloween. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. That's my number five. Uh, number four, uh, very similar to our number six, the hell house. It's another found footage movie. Um, it's called the house's October built kind of a little obscure movie. Uh, you, you probably, if you search around all the streaming, streaming sites, you could, uh, you know, the streaming services, you could probably find it somewhere over there. Uh, great, great found footage movie. Like one of the, one of the better ones, um, maybe in my opinion. And cause, so it's kind of similar to the movie haunt, um, more similar to haunt than hell house in the, in the fact that it's about haunted houses, uh, extreme haunted houses. So it's this group of people, uh, and they want to doc, they're, they're doing like a, a documentary, I guess, um, or it's a vlog or, or whatever. And they want to go document some of the, the scariest extreme haunted houses, uh, across the country or across a certain part of the country. And, uh, seems like, I think they're in like the South. It's, that's what it seemed like to me. So they go visit all these houses, all these haunted houses and, you know, it starts out, the first one they go to is, you know, kind of a run-of-the-mill thing, nothing crazy. And then they go, they get a little bit, like, more extreme as they go. And the whole time, they're talking about this one. I forget what it's called, the Blue Skull or something, or the Blue Skeleton. Um, and it's, like, very obscure. It's very, like, uh, low-key. Um it's like you could find stuff about it online, but it's very cryptic and, and how to find it. So you really got to go hunting for it. So the whole time they're visiting all these other haunts, they are really looking for this one that they're hearing about that's supposed to be like the most extreme, the the, the craziest one that you've ever seen. Um, eventually, you know, as, as you can imagine, they do find it and probably wish they didn't when they find it uh once again i'm not trying to spoil things so i I, i'm just gonna leave that at that but definitely um definitely worth it and definitely good halloween uh themed scary movie and it's definitely got some scares it's it's more it's got some jump scares but it's mostly more like like the the that like slow building like terror feel to it like you know something's bad's gonna happen it's found footage so then you know they're not gonna make it but uh yeah the house is october built uh definitely worth it uh check that out that's my number four um number three is all right so actually wait i I think i skipped around here that's right because i i i left one out uh so i'm gonna call these top five scary stories of the to tell in the dock. That's going to bounce out to the six. I'm sorry. I, I screwed up my list. Uh, Cause there was one I left out, like I was saying before, and this one's definitely in here. Um, so we'll go with number four, my number, my second number four. Uh, we'll say, we'll call this tied with houses of October belt. We'll call it that uh, trick or treat. All right. This is an anthology movie. Um, and one of the betters, I'm not a big anthology movie fan, but this one is obviously by the title, you know, it's all about Halloween, everything, all these little stories happen on Halloween and they all kind of tie together. 
Um, so you don't really notice that at first until as the movie progresses, you'll kind of figure out that uh, you start to see like parts of the story that you, you saw earlier is tied into this one. Um, and you got, you got, I, I think his name was Sam, the little dude, the little, uh, pumpkin head dude. He's like dressed like a scarecrow. He looks like a little kid. Uh, he's got a little pumpkin lollipop. that's like cracked, uh, which he uses to, uh, dispatch people here and there. Um, but he's not like the main villain. He's kind of like the, the stir that's, that's the straw that stirs the drink in other words. Um, and he pops up in all of them. Uh, but you got some, you got some good actors in this. You got Brian Cox. Uh, I think Anna Paquin's in it. Uh, the, the guy, like that nerdy guy with the glasses. I, I can't remember what he's from. I don't know his name. Uh, but you know him if you've seen him. Um, but this, this one, it just kind of flew under the radar for a while. It's, it's gotten popular, like as time has gone on. Uh, but if you haven't seen Trick or Treat, that's one like it's it's a must see, like a must see for horror fans. And if you're if you love Halloween, uh, everything is Halloween themed in this movie, uh, this anthology. Um, and like I said, I'm not a big anthology fan, but this is this one uh, is definitely tops on on my list. Uh, well, to, to the top of my list, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put this even with the Houses October built, uh, just because they have both very Halloween themed um, movies. So now I'm going to get into my, my top three. Um, and this is the one that I don't know how I left this off the list. I, I, I had it ready and I just, as I was making like the final list, I, I just missed it. Um, and this is terrifier. Now, let me just say there, I, I had, so all right, for, let me just preface this by saying, all right, terrifier, it's low budget. All right. Definitely low budget. All right. The, the, the movie is so creepy, scary, gory, uh, has all that shit that it doesn't matter the low budget. There's some bad actors, bad acting in it, like not to the point where it ruins. And I don't think nothing can ruin this because of the killer, because of the main, you know, bad guy, Art the Clown. This guy, this is like the scariest fucking dude, like clown wise, like I'm having a hard time. I think. All right, so you got like famous famous slasher movie clowns or horror movie clowns, right? Obviously, you got Pennywise. Uh, you got the killer clowns from Out of Space, but that I don't know. That, that was they're, they're kind of goofy. Um, and then you got Art the Clown. All right, scare like appearance wise, Art the Clown is definitely w- wins that. All right, I mean he's he is scary. I mean, yeah, I know Pennywise can turn into a lot of things and be anything that scares you, but there's just something about Art the Clown um the the makeup the and he doesn't talk i mean this guy is scary without saying a fucking word um which makes it kind of even scarier you know i know it doesn't sound like it but he this guy that the guy that plays him um and i i, I fucking i know his name i can't remember his name it's like a three name name like he's got three uh like a, a first middle last name um he what a fucking what a performance this guy does, but he's fucking scary. He's funny, you know, like he could be funny, like like on a like a Freddy Krueger level, like kind of funny, like where he's scary and funny at the same time. Um, but I mean, he's he's like kind of like just fucking leapfrogged a lot of like the classic slasher movie fucking villains to like right at the top. Like he he. It's pro- he's on my Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? Like definitely top four. Um, and I don't want to get in. I got to think harder on this to see who he bounced out. 
Um, but you got to see this movie. All right, so there's been three movies without the clown that I know of. All right, there's, it started with All Hallows Eve, um, which is one I, I haven't seen it. That's why it's not on my list. If somebody has seen it, um, let me know if, if I should. I've tried to find it. I can't find it um, without having to watch it on my computer. So something I got to check out. Apparently, it's like another anthology, and he was part of that. Uh, he wasn't. He didn't like play the main role. I don't think in that. And then he got so, like, he was such a fan favorite, they actually made a movie uh, with him as the main villain, uh, killer, uh, Terrifier, all right? And I know they just released Terrifier 2. Um, the, just the fact that they made another one after this, like, was such an obscure movie, like, not a lot of people really watched it. Like, it, it, I don't remember what kind of run it had in theaters, but I don't think it was, like, a full, like, a you know, wide release, like, it was probably, like, limited release, um, just because of, like, the, the content of it, I mean, it's very, like, you know, kids do not, like, even, like, kids that you will let watch, like, Friday the 13th or Halloween or something like that, do not let them watch this movie, like, this is definitely for adults, like, it's very gory, um, and from what I've heard, they even up the ante and terrify it, too, so I'm going to be watching that soon. I, I might just watch that on Halloween. I don't know. I'll, I'll try and I might just go out if they have it somewhere. I know they have it in the driving here, but you need to watch Terrifier. Um, just for no other reason to see this, to watch Out the Clown and know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's definitely, hey, go out, go check on, 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 you know, you could definitely find it. You may have to rent it or, or, you know, uh, do like a buy a subscription or something or like do a free trial to get it halloween night if you haven't seen it watch that and you will not be disappointed i mean like i said just 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 hold back your expectations i like the production value and the acting but i think that makes it even that much better um but yeah that one you know if you're if you were like waiting for halloween to watch halloween ends i'll tell you right now f fuck that movie fuck that I, I, I'm gonna. I will talk about that in a minute. But Terrifier, um, definitely my top three for Halloween uh, type horror. It does. It does take place on. I think it's on Halloween, but I know it's like uh, it takes place like you know the the main characters that you you're you're following. Uh, they're leaving a hollow a costume party. I'm pretty sure it happens on Halloween. So uh, Terrifier, check it out. That's my number three. Now number two. And I'm going to just, let me, let me preface this. Um, this is not a Halloween themed movie. The reason it's on my list. All right. And that is a, that's criteria to make this list. The reason I put this on this list is I can't count how many times I've watched a Halloween movie, like a Halloween themed movie or just a horror movie in general. And this just happened to be on TV somewhere. All right. And what I'm talking about is Night of the Living Dead. All right. For some reason, when I think of this movie, I just think of a Halloween horror movie, and that's why it's on this. And this was even this included number one, my number one movie on this list. It was on TV and during that movie, but it's been it's gonna be at least four or five, maybe more times that I'm watching a horror movie and the characters in the movie are watching this movie. And how many times in the in the background you hear they're coming to get you, Barbara? I like seriously. So. It's the classic, it's the best, it's kind of the bridge between, like, the old universal horror monster movies and, like, the modern horror-type movie, like the slashers and and and, and uh, ghost movie and monster and all that shit. Like, this was kind of, like, the bridge between the two. Um, 
and it's just it stands alone as like one of the most I, I I was like I always say I always I overuse this word but one of the most iconic horror movies of all time. Um, and that's why it's on my list. There's if I'm if it's Halloween night and I'm home and I'm flipping through channels and that's on I'm watching it. So that's my number two. I'm gonna put that there because even though it's not Halloween themed, it's it's involved kind of like you know, second hand, um, you know, in a lot of other Halloween themed movies. Like it seems like every movie where somebody's sitting home on Halloween, watching a horror movie, they're watching night of the living dead. That's where it fits in. So that's number two. Number one, as you could guess, it's Halloween, Michael Myers, the original John Carpenter's Halloween, the theme song, the whole nine yards, the mask, the Jamie Lee Curtis, the shape, just, you know, it, it nothing screams Halloween like the movie Halloween. I really don't have much to say about it. But what I will say is it's just the first Halloween. Okay, that's it. Not, all, all the sequels, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. None of them match. I know I have Halloween 3 in there, but like I said, that really has nothing to do with the series of movies. Um, I'm, using, I'm, I'm using that as a standalone. But the original Halloween, the first one, that's the only one. All right, number two, not that good. Really not much Halloween themed there. It's all in, it takes place in the hospital. Um, not that, I don't know. I, I think I, I don't know how many times I've seen it, but it's not that many um, compared to the first one. And then from there on, even the newer ones, the remakes, the, the you know, the fucking Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers, 5, whatever, H2Os and all that bullshit. Nah, no. No, none of them do it. I don't care. It maybe uh, you're trying for it. You know, you're chasing that. It's kind of. It reminds me of like a like a drug addict. You know what I mean? A drug addict who, you know, you get that first rush. You get that first adrenaline rush from the whatever your drug of choice is. You know, and every time you use after that first time is trying to chase that feeling you got the first time you saw it. And that's how I. That's what I think about the Halloween sequels. You know, and remakes and whatever, what have you. It's just people just trying to chase that rush you got that that feeling that you got the first time you saw the original Halloween, and it never it never holds up. It never uh, feels the same. You know what I mean? And you never will. You know, even rewatching the original doesn't obviously, but it's still better than watching those other ones. And I don't care what anybody says. I could they could have just made the first one, and that's it. They made there's thirteen fucking. Se- 13 Halloween movies. Can you believe that shit? 13. Even Friday the 13th didn't have 13 uh, sequels. And it's just like, you know, just finish it. You know, kind of like I said with Walking Dead, man. Just just get over it, you know. I Hopefully Halloween ends is the end, even though it sucked to end a, a iconic, again, uh, horror movie franchise like Halloween with that. But you know what? It's kind of fitting because all the rest of them suck too. But the the first one, Halloween, I, I can't imagine sitting home on Halloween without maybe watching Halloween. If it's on, I'm watching it. You know, same thing with Night of the Living Dead. If it's on, I'm watching it. But that's my list. Top 13 Halloween-themed horror movies for you to watch on Halloween. Uh and that's that's what oh, and, and before I before I go, uh, I do have I did have some 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 housekeeping for my last episode. Uh, I was talking about Black Christmas, and I, I, I in the re-listen when I listened back to it, uh, I know I said Olivia 
in, in Black Christmas, I said Olivia de Havilland, I think, was in it. Uh, no, it was, it was Olivia Hussey. That's, that was my fault. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I, oh, it's, I mean, it's close. Olivia, last name starts with an H, but well, almost an H, a D-H. But, yeah, uh, it was Olivia Hussey and that. My bad. Um, and I, no, I think I made another mistake, but I'm not going to fucking get too much into it. I already went over the hour that I fucking promised. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So, hope everybody's ready for Halloween. Um, I'm looking forward to it, you know, even though, you know, I just want to sit home and watch movies right, at, th at this point in my life. Um, uh, but we, I do appreciate all of you that, that stay home and keep your porch light on, invite the little kitties in for treats. Um, because you know, you are contributing. They, they may never rem remember you personally. Um, but you are contributing to their their, you know, their young memories of their youth, the, the cherished memories of going out trick-or-treating. And, you know, when people stop doing that, when we stop trusting each other and that stuff goes away, you know, I don't want to, that's a world I don't want to live in. Um, so I want to thank you all for, for being there and, and inviting them to, to come in and contributing to the, the fun of their youth. And this is my kind of my contribution to you while you're home sitting there waiting for the kids to ring the bell. Oh, uh, you might as well get in the spirit. So check out my list. Uh, you know, if you hit half of them or even like a handful of them, um, you know, that's, that's good enough. So thank you once again for listening as always. Thanks for the people, all of you that are supporting the podcast. Um, you know, I don't care if there's only one or two of you out there, I'm still going to do this. Cause you know, I, I just like talking about it and I like to, uh, you know, get my opinion out and, hell might as well put it out there for posterity right um once again make sure please check out the, the facebook page uh like the pa facebook page follow us there um it's it's all geeked out podcast uh you know leave some leave them leave a comment on this on this podcast leave a suggestion of, of a future podcast uh just let us know what you think let me know what you think about it and uh you know Last but not least, not least, once you once you're home with your kids and they're sifting through their candy bags, you know, looking around for that perfect piece of candy that they want, their favorites, uh, you might as well you might want to watch over them, you know, make sure they don't grab the wrong thing because you never know, they may just wrap their little fingers around the next episode of all 